Yep, yep. Just yeah, so, uh, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. You listen yep, to anything yep, I've said in the last. Yeah, yep, yep, uh, <laughs> yep, 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 yeah, I agree. Sorry, sorry. Welcome to round 11 of the Sport Project. We have three people in the studio here today because it's a little bit something different. I think, I think it's, well, it's, round you, it's round 13. We've had 10 episodes on our podcast. Have a look. No. It's not. We've had 13. Not. You it's just 13. haven't been here. Yeah, you've missed two. I only count the important ones. It's the ones that I've turned up to. <laughs> uh, but at least you're getting the name correct anyway. I know. The Sport Project Let rather than the Sport. Well, I just had a look before because Chris asked how you actually listen to our show and I went on there and it played 10. Well, I'm sure our listeners know to share, subscribe. And rate. And they all- <laughs> <laughs> Someone said to us, he went, oh, you got five stars. I went, yeah. There's only two people who've put five. And I'm one of them. Yeah, but do you know you can actually rate it, then unsubscribe and subscribe again and do all that? Like, you can continually do it. So think what I've are you doing those... with your life if you're not doing that repetitively? Um, probably getting on with my life. <laughs> but that's right. We are across all the social media realms. You can get us on the podcast section on your phone. Um, of course, a, at TSP Project, because we're idiots. It's like writing ATM machine. Yeah, no. That's our Instagram, at TSP Project. And, of course, across our Facebook as well, where we put all our lovely content. You can check all that out, all the mint heads. But um, we've got a huge show today. We're talking boxing. We're yeah. talking UFC. Yep. We're talking Road to Russia. NBA. State of Origin, NBA, NHL, Rugby Union. Oh, gem. Origin. Act. Origin. She said origin. I did, did say origin. Yeah. You're not I s- listening. You never that. listen. That's normally Chris. Who said that? <laughs> hey, uh, to kick us off, though, one man who put on an epic performance on the pitch oh, at MCG. On how the about way. him? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The referees? <laughs> no, they didn't really do much, really. If you want to know, there was That's the most why it was un- epic. Exactly, exactly. Anyway, we'll go into that later. Let them play. So uh, the guy that we've got on the phone next, G.I., Greg Inglis. Well, he had an outstanding performance on the field at the MCG for Queensland. Unfortunately, not the result for the Queenslanders. Great one for New South Wales. GI, welcome back to the Sport Project. Oh, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me back. Um, I don't think I'll be invited back again, but here I am again. <laughs> <laughs> it was really because Carlo had a crush on you and he wasn't here when we had you on the first time. That's so. true. So I, I pushed it, GI, just to make sure that we had you back on. You know, us two Queenslanders have got to look after each other. Oh, okay. So Queensland's in, in um, England now. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, is Max Bell in uh, Queensland or New South Wales? Well, considering I landed first in Toowoomba, GI, I always class myself as a Queenslander. So um, uh, uh, Toowoomba's my Australian home. Oh, I love, I love, but honestly, I'm a serious today. Thank you for your support. Thanks, man. And um, you know what? Um, running out there on, on Wednesday night was a real honour for me, um, yeah. given the last two months that I've been through, um, and actually leading the Maroon side out. But, you know, like Gart said, there's little things that we've got to work on, and you know, New South Wales was just too good. 
I'll tell you what, G.I., and didn't you lead by example? There's a couple of debutants that will be looking for you in round two, Young Cleary and Dravojevic. You you hit them with just about everything I've seen. And do you know what? We've got, we've got Sasha lined up to run out one of the uh, one of the, the Gilles. Yeah, Tessie Apps. Mm. Now, we're, we're thinking he's a debutant too. Can we get him running at you as well? And can you please give him a taste of the same? What was going through your head on them two? Oh, man, it was just, man, it was just origin football, you know? You just got to put your head in the wrong places that you don't want to put your head in. <laughs> you know, and then, you know what, you got to walk away with scars, and that's what happened. Like, um, the first time that I got hold of Tommy, um, where, you know, um, the very first incident, I actually popped my finger out, went back in, um, play on, you know? It's just origin football, you just got to get on with it. Um, for me, personally, I don't go out and just... I don't go out just wanting to smash blokes. I just want to go and just do my job um, for the team. Doesn't matter if it's for Australia, Queensland, or you know South Sydney. Yeah, I think GI when you when you hit Tommy as well. The good thing I really liked afterwards when the next stop is your play. You you know you give him a bit of a slap on the back. You know it just proves what an absolute gentleman you are in regards to um, you know making sure that the best interest of the game. I think I think um, at that point as well. I think. The team needed you, and you stepped up for that. It was very unlucky that you was offside Are you just as well. Going to get on the end of it, or yeah. <laughs> I, I think, I think, as a Queensland supporter, it was friend, needed. Please. It was needed. Can we just give you to a room and give you a bit of moment by yourself? Gee, yeah. you better watch out next time you see this bald fella. He's after you. <laughs> I just thought, I just thought it was well needed in the game, and I thought he aimed up as a captain. It needed to be done, and he did it. But it was the good thing about how he's our sportsman should act. You know, he hit him that hard as well. But he was, he was there as well, like a gentleman, just to give him a tap. Hey, G, what no. was? Do you remember your the first hit up that you had where you got pummeled by a New South Welshman? And on Origin the, stage? The very first hit-up, I was playing on the wing. It was 2006, I was 19 years old. Uh, Brett Finch actually got caught into the side. It was game one. Um, people forget this, that Queensland was on the back of a losing streak, going on four oh, years. I don't forget losing that. Streak. Yeah, and um, so Finchie was on the piss the night before. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. Yeah, um... And then 24 hours, someone, I think Gower or someone got their hamstring or caught. So Fitchy got called in. He was like, yeah, just come in, just like a field goal, just win the, win the New South Wales Warriors game once. It's like, no, no big deal. And he still doesn't, he still doesn't let it down today. <laughs> um, but when I first hit up, I was playing on the wing, left wing. I received the ball. Obviously, they targeted me. I ran, and then I just ran straight back. I don't know who I ran out, but I just closed my eyes and just went full steam ahead. <laughs> so you don't even remember who hit you? Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been a good hit then. Nah. <laughs> hey, Big well, Man. Well, if it was a good hit, I wouldn't be here today, so it must have been too good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Big Man. Queensland have an incredible record you know, throughout the state of origin, and... I think game one was brilliant. Five penalties throughout the game. The completion rate was good. The defence was strong. Queensland usually usually come out on top of these little battles. What do you think you've got to change for game two? Uh, to be quite honest, I think it's uh, our spines that need, that need to step up. You know, I thought our debut told Andrew McCulloch, you know, he's, uh, he's 200 plus game like NRL. He just, he just had to be behind Cameron Smith, you know, for so many years. 
So I was all yeah, out there to game, but saying that we actually need to get our nine, seven, six, and one actually working well together during the week in the prep ahead of um, game two. After after the game, GI, I I seen obviously the vision as you do uh, in the sheds, and it didn't look like Kevy was was really that much. You know, uh, he had issues about you know uh, putting pressure on players about how they performed. It was about like kind of we knew it was a close one and we lost and we'll get him next time. Is that is that the kind of things he was saying after the game? Uh, sorry, I just I just got um. Sorry again, I'll just got interrupted. Rudely interrupted, you said. <laughs> okay. We've got so GI's um, up and he's actually gone up to the Gold Coast because they're taking on the Titans tonight. Yeah. But obviously, by the show, the time this show goes on Monday, that game's already been played. So thank you so much for taking the time. But um, tell that dickhead to beat it. And Carlo, do you want to repeat your question? Wait a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can edit that anyway. Uh, no, all I said was we've seen the vision after the game and we've seen Kevin, yeah. usually a coach is quite flustered and, and quite annoyed. Oh, yes, yes, I remember that. No, he was actually, he, he didn't put anyone on the thread. He didn't put anyone on the hammer. He just, like, um, I had a chat to him after it as well. And oh, we know exactly what we have to do. And I just spoke about it before, is making sure you have nine, six, seven, and one. I really gel well together. Um... Now, obviously, the forwards, uh, forwards win you the matches. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And, you know, that's just what happened on the night. And, uh, big man, we believe you've marked yourself with some new ink. Talk to us, <laughs> talk to us about yes, that. Yes, I have. I have. About 9.30 this morning, I woke up and just went down to my mate and just said, can you put this on me? And he goes, yep, done, 40 minutes, 45 minutes, bang, in and out. Yeah, no. On what? the ribs too, that tickles. What's the number? Oh What's yeah, definitely on the ribs, yeah. It, was, um, it wasn't too bad until you started getting up near the armpit and then the armpit was like, yeah, okay, I'll do some painkillers right now. <laughs> 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 hey, you had the obviously the queue for Queensland. You had your Fogs number, which is 152. 52. Uh, that was actually what I was going to say. I was proud of myself then. But you what had those... Well, because I saw it. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> no, I, I did. I was all over it. <laughs> and you had something else on there as well too, 13? Yeah, I had 13. So I got the Queensland um, symbol on there, uh, the Q. Yeah. And then uh, and they said I got the number 13 because it's, um, like I said before, it was just, it's just a, such an honour and privilege to be like the captain of the state, but be only the 13th captain in Asian history uh, in Queensland. Since 1908, you know, it's a massive honour. And I want to do something around the three because I'm the third Indigenous um, athlete to, or player to um, represent Captain Queensland. Wow. And a, mass, and a massive honour and um, again you, you take that captaincy very very seriously as you should do as um, obviously as Ke- Kevy had more uh, like brought you into the fold a little bit more and, and uh, bounced ideas off you GI yeah you know we just work well together um, Kevy and I um, I found out like quite earlier that I was going to the C next to my name um, not to see that you're thinking of guards but the <laughs> um, <laughs> but the okay. actual um, the, the captaincy um, so I found out quite earlier and I just had to get my head around it I actually broke down after it um, after the game in the sheds and yeah I, was, I just didn't really realise how much of a 
impact it would have on me until after the game, like especially after the last twelve months. Like I just love Origin Arena. I love I love this game. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, being here the captain of Queensland two months later, it's amazing honor for myself. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. I mean, from a man who won't even do a lunge at training to a bloke who... I can't. I can't do a lunge. I would seriously, if you don't think I can't do a lunge, come down to training because I seriously cannot do a lunge. Why can't you do a lunge? Have you got thin shins or something? Chocolate knees. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it because my hips. My hips are shit. (laughs) (laughs) He's one of the fastest men on the rugby league field. exactly. My hips are shit. Hey, um, thank you so much again for taking the time to have a chat to us tonight. As I said, uh, I know. You know me, guys. I'll ring me up any time, you know. Oh, excellent. We'll get you next week then. <laughs> cheers, G.I. <laughs> I'll be busy. Yeah. Hey, we'll studio <laughs> next time. Cheers, G.I. Just, right, do, guys, take care. just right. do us a favour. Tell Sammy his head is mint. Oh, don't worry. He's, he's had fucking mad hair. <laughs> <laughs> cheers, G.I. Take care, mate. All the best. All right, guys. Take care. Cheers, bye. Bye. Well, that was awesome that he gave us so much time. Although he's not playing, he still is part of the team. And as, I mean, we mentioned, he mentioned, he's probably a great leader and captain. Um, And I'm sure we're going to see a hell of a lot more from him before he hangs up his boots. Oh, absolutely. Look, he's, he's come back from a few injuries and a, and a little bit of a torrid time off, but he's, he's, mm. he's come back looking as good as ever. I mean, the rumours was he's lost a bit of pace, but uh, you've seen nope. him be, be broken up and play once or twice throughout the rabbit season, and he's been electric. I think, uh, like, in the early rounds, I think he was just finding his feet. I went and watched um, uh, South versus uh, Dragons at Cogran. I, I thought he just, I don't know, he just looked like a metre off, you know, yeah. and I think he was just building up. And like he said, he's made for Origin. He, he comes out and he says, I love it. I'm, you know, it's a part of me, what I want to do. And he, he's shown that on Wednesday night. He led from the front and, you know, put the hits on. Um, Speaking of finding the feet, Cleary and Trevojevic have been still Well, they're still trying to find the teeth off them hits. You know, their, their tic-tacs were all over. So he, he, he's just a, he's an avid performer and he steps up at the right times and, and, and he did that. And I think, you know, I, I, I think that there's a lot more to come from Queensland. He's also a good friend of the show and we're thankful to have him on twice now. Yeah. He could be the first hat-trick. Would be. That would be nice. There we go. Maybe Origin 3. Yeah. Yeah, well, we've got a captain. We need to get someone from New South Wales in the camp as well too. But it was a great game and uh, we sort of alluded to it a little bit, I guess, in terms of the referees saying whether we thought they played a much. How good was it to see it not over-refed the way we've seen all of the NRL happening so far this year? It's been the complete frustration for all of us Mm. and I think for all NRL fans around Australia and and around the world. I think, you know, the refereeing and and it's... It's complicated. It's how much pressure has been put onto them to, you know, bring the rules to fruition and to really make them stand and make them happen. Have there been too many rule changes? Yes, probably. Is everybody confused, including the referees, the referees, officials, and everybody else? Yes. But State of Origin was a breath of fresh air on Wednesday. Five penalties Five in the game. Five penalties. The completion rate was enormous. There were shoulder charges that got left out. There's forward passes that got left out. And who cares? It okay. got back to the way State of Origin mm. used to be. We, I mean, New South Wales taking eight in the lead. Queensland come back then take the lead then New South Wales take the lead again that doesn't happen in origin yeah. well not for, is that not for a long time game. Yeah. that yeah. needs a free flowing game for that to even happen I, I, from my point of view I, I just think the refereeing it, 
it's shown that it's not consistent because obviously, like in an Origin game when you have five penalties apart from like 30 mm. per game in the first three, four, five rounds, it, it's annoying. I, I think, again, it's been slipped too far because stupid things like not putting your foot on the ball, which everyone should do because it is a part of the rule. Um, in, or, in Origin though, I think the referees let it let it flow and it, it deserved that stage. But now I think it needs, the, the rest of the NRL competition has to go back to that model. Well, it, it seems to- like, it seems like the NRL had a different ruling to the international scene mm. because remember Sammy Burgess against Australia a couple of years ago you couldn't ha- get in the biff in the NRL but international he's uh, whacked Clement split his eye open and, yeah. and got nothing for it he yeah. got a slap on the wrist and you know you, so so the difference in ruling throughout international and club level is so far apart yet I find the international ruling so much better well, there's and, only and, one and I referee. think that's the difference between the NRL and the Origin Series I think that, that there's a difference in that what the referees can and can't let slip mm. and I think if there would have been a bit of a fight on there on Wednesday night that might have been waved across as well well it got close I think one yeah, of the hits that um, G.I. put on uh, Tommy Trebrovic in one stage that that sort of erupted and, and heated up and now that was all of a sudden where I just went whoa here we yeah, go this is origin go. again it was so good Wings although there was no that. punches thrown which was great because you know no one suspended or, or moves out of that in terms of hits on the on the field but yeah. I mean from a looking at both the sides to see the scoreline the way it was where the possession was almost equal I think New South Wales only edged ahead with 53% possession and the scoreline to still represent what did it end up at 22-12 22, yeah, 22, 22 12. 12. You've you got to be bloody happy with that. But isn't it beautiful to see young, free-flowing rugby league players throwing mm. the ball about willy-nilly? Like, Franny uh, Maloney, I, I don't know how he gets it from. He throws an interception pass and then he just mm. goes back to throwing passes straight he away. He composes himself again. Yeah. He, yeah. he gets That's over the voice. things yeah. very, very quickly. That's the voice of experience though, isn't yeah. it? You know, and, and again, he doesn't he doesn't feel in the moment and that's why, again, I'm a massive fan of Jimmy Malone. Mm. Everywhere he goes, he just, he, he demands success and he just, he, he, he turns it on. But we're giving Jimmy Maloney co- like a compliment for being an old head and being able to move on past that. Mm. Both Tommy and Tedesco got up Brush it off. When again, Tommy threw his body on the line over and over and yeah. over again. To see these young 11 debutants play for mm. New South Wales, there was a couple for Queensland as well too, to be able to stand up at a speed of that game, the hits that were coming through, all of them stayed composed, stayed to their game plan and continued to put on good performances. The only two that we really saw get shut down and, and not open up as much as what we thought was you, James Roberts and... and um, the fox, completely yeah, at her calf. Gone completely blank just well, then. The- but that Queensland actually shut them down because that was meant to be mm. the big scoring power. But you know, Teddy was stood up. I would have put a. Um, I had Teddy and Boyd Cordner down as my player of the match. It could have gone either way. Yeah, I thought. Bo- I thought Boyd Cordner. We asked the question, would he lift? And he did. Mm. Oh my god, uh, he was but, but you know He's what? Injured too. Do you know what I loved as well though? He, he ran at Ben Hunt all game, mm. and Ben Hunt did a real good job. He like clocked seven Ks. Who, Ben Hunt? Boyd, Boyd Cordner, Boyd Cordner. Yeah, seven yeah, yeah. Ks. He was the highest running case. I think Cleary was the highest running throughout, mm. the, whole, throughout the whole game. His, his work rate is phenomenal. His mm. defence was brilliant. Again, another brilliant debutant. 20 yeah, years old. What, yeah. what's, what's, what's in the future for him? Mm. He's going to go down as an all-time great if he keeps progressing the way he is. Well, I, I don't want to put too much pressure on the kid. Like, Jared Mullen was exactly the same yeah. and that didn't turn out as quite as well as it should have done. Well, so. he only got one goal. But I think he's, he's, a different, he's a different kettle of fish, Nathan He's Clare. wired differently. Yeah, I think his I think father's different. got a great influence on him. I, I, I I love his dad as a coach. I yeah. think his dad's an amazing coach. Um, the the uh, probably disappointments. You know, I want to talk about disappointments. There's, there's probably one or two there. I, I thought Wallace for for Queensland. 
didn't really hit the mark. Mm. He, he had three hit-ups for 29 metres. You know, in origin, you just, as a front rower, you can't do that. Yeah. You've got to be challenging yourself to get to them 80s, 90s, 100s. And I think if they have a time again, I think Matt Scott's going to be coming back and coming ready. And I think that will be a change that will happen. Yeah. Mm. Would you see any other changes in the Queensland camp? I think, I think if Billy's fit, I think he's he's got to come back in. Hunter? I think because against his again his experience is just amazing. The way he can lift in it and the way he can lift people around him, yeah, is brilliant. You know, I think it's the first time since two thousand and two that either Cronk, Smith, or Slater haven't played. Yeah. yeah, so it's so it's a big drift apart, and and they really show. Well, you heard Gi say it was a spine. It's the fact that McCulloch was great, but it was the fact that you know you had your seven, your six, and your nine had, mm. hadn't really played together much. I'll tell you who really impressed me was Cook. Cook at Hooker. Oh, Wow, yeah, he was it. brilliant. Absolutely phenomenal. He ruined my bets, though. I had him as first try scorer, New South Wales to win, and 32.5 points in total. And I'd, all I was just yelling at it was just to get it. But, <laughs> but, see, I think though McCulloch played a very safe game, I think in one being critical of Andrew McCulloch, and I don't like being critical of people from the, the Toowoomba area, um, <laughs> but I just I don't think uh, I don't think he got out of dummy half enough. You know, where, where Cook and he sniffed yeah. and he was gone. He was gone and he was hard to contain. Uh, James Tedesco as well. Everyone goes, oh, why can't he play that for the Roosters? I think he plays a different expansive game at the Roosters. There, Jake Friend, he's not a clear runner. He's more of a distributor. So he doesn't get the opportunity to go through the middle. And I think with a quick player in Cook, then that's where James Tedesco plays his best football. His feet are, uh, are unbelievable. Yeah, well, uh, that's game one wrapped up with one to New South Wales. We've been in this position before, so I'm staying cool, calm and collected. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is the first time I've been excited in a while, though. Yeah, it's, it's, oh. it's true, and you touched about your betting aspects there. And, you know, <laughs> for game two, I'll give you the, I'll give you the heads up. Like, Go. Queensland were $3 going into game one. Yeah. yeah. They've drifted to $3.40 now. Ooh, uh, $1.33. I almost want to get on that because that was a wing. There <laughs> we go. However, if you want to play the margins... Uh, give give Queensland a nine point five start and they drift into a dollar ninety. Mm. So they're not quite sure. The bookmakers are not quite sure that there's going to be the same gap in game two as it is game one. And also a nine point five start gives New uh, a minus nine point five gives New South Wales a dollar ninety price tag as well. So they they really don't know about that that whole nine and a half the, the ten mm. the ten point margin nine mm. ten point margin. So. It's, uh, it's it's going to be really exciting and it will be nice to see the changes that happen and, and if um, Freddie Fittler hats off mate yeah. you've, you've you've drifted a young mm. squad well, in he's and, relaxed and they performed at, like, I mean Laurie was relaxed as well too but it's just a different sort of fun environment I guess I don't I don't think Laurie could make the changes that he wanted to make I think the selectors I think you know there's a lot of I think I reckon Laurie was there was a lot of pressure on Laurie to, to keep some of them but his heads. culture was that I'm going to bleed them through so mm. he you know putting 11 debutants in would never have happened on Laurie's no. rank because his idea was I'm going to bleed a couple through blend them back bring them back in so they'd come in through the blue squad be around the camp be around that atmosphere get used to that not get overawed by it go back and then next year they're ready and we are seeing that you're looking at your mm. Traborovic brothers were part of it Tedesco's was part of it Laurie has had a huge part of this culture and yeah. and development that's happened with the Origin side. I mean, without totally drowning this whole show about State of Origin Game 1, because we've still got two left <laughs> yeah. and plenty to talk about. I was just giving I us think, a wrap-up. We've gone again. <laughs> I think that actually just goes to show. Do you know, there's so many question marks over young talents in the game. Mm. Is this too soon? Are they prepared enough? Are they mentally yeah, strong bullshit. enough? There's 11 of them that have just gone, do you know what? 
I've always thought yeah. How does I've, that look? I've always They're thought a lot more it's mature bullshit. than what they used to be though. Younger back in the days, but how how old was Freddie and Joey when they both debuted? Listen, listen yeah. it's like anything if you're old enough Sorry, if you're good enough, enough, you're old enough and you go. And I think uh, you can't contain talent. And I think experience, you only get experience with having the experience. So I'm not a big fan of the age thing. I think if if you're playing well and you deserve it, you deserve your crack. Jimmy Malone is a prime example of that. Yeah, but I think think the rule changes, especially with the shoulder charge and the biff, has allowed the younger generation to not be so intimidated by playing in this division. Because you can't imagine being 19 running at Gordon Tallis the way he looks at you, can you? (laughs) You'd be like that. Another yeah. chance, the mate. Same room put with me, him. put me back on the bench. I'm good. <laughs> hey, well, uh, speaking of Biff, why don't we move straight from that into Jeff Horn fights oh, this weekend, boxing. which good, will be good bloody boxing, brilliant. Yeah. And um, obviously, bloody brilliant. Do you like that? I thought bloody you were Mexican. <laughs> was that Mexican? Was it? Nah, no, it yeah, bad. nah. It was shit. Yeah, nah. I do it again. Yeah, nah. Yeah, but nah. Yeah. Hey, um, not only Horn, but the announcement of Parker uh, and Dylan White. And Dylan White was yeah. That was announced today as well, and um, obviously Fury coming back out to fight again too. Yeah. yeah. Do we know who's fighting? Sefer Safira. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I can't see it being much of a challenge for Tyson Fury, but he he went through his Instagram page and oh, and he. I actually had to unfollow him. His stories, I found them entertaining. Now I'm just like, shut up. Yeah, and do you know what really affects. <laughs> Some of some of his training, some of his training attire really, um, oh uh, my really, god, the really alarms me. But he <laughs> did he did go around his old crew today, and he announced that that the Parker Dylan White fight, and and he's gone around the whole crew and he says, right, who do you, who do you think's going to win this? And and it was mixed. Mm. I thought they would have everyone but in Parker's corner because the way he held himself against Anthony Joshua, he looked yeah. quick, he looked sharp, he looked powerful, mm. and the way Anthony Joshua destroyed Dylan White the last time they fought, I thought that was absolutely superb. Now I don't think. Dylan White's going to come out and try and bully Parker. That, that's that's a given. That's mm. all he's really got in his arsenal. But Parker is so quick and efficient and counterattacks yeah. Yeah. really, really well. I think he's going to really school Dylan White. So I couldn't understand how Dylan White had anyone in his favour. What what were they Probably, saying yeah. in camp as to why White was going to... They thought he was just too rough and tumble for right, him. Okay. They said AJ didn't go at him that way. AJ fought sensibly. And, you know, it came out of that AJ and he said the same thing. He said, welcome to boxing. Hit, don't get hit. Yeah. yeah. He said, and that's, that's the ins and outs and the rules and the laws of it. So he's come out there openly saying he defended pretty much against Parker. But Parker was sharp. He looked a mm. lot sharper than AJ. And AJ was quicker than Dylan White. So if you're going to put them... Yeah, well, together. I think I think Dylan White's a good boxer, and he's proven that in, in some of his uh, last fights. But I think I think Joseph Parker is, is better than people. What people are making out, I Absolutely. think to to go twelve rounds with Anthony Joshua, whether whether he's he's fighting sensible or not, he's still there to knock his head off. Uh, he's and knocked he, every opponent exactly. Out so that. I think I think Joseph Parker doesn't get the the, the respect that he deserves, and I think. This is going to be an interesting fight, the 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 Fury fight. I think he's had a long time out well, of the ring. fought since Klitschko. <laughs> That's know? like two. Is that two yeah, and a half 2000, years? Uh, what have I got? Um, yeah, 2015. You know, and what an amazing fight that was. But ring rust is a real. Uh, I you know. can back that. Yeah, you know, you know, oh ring my rust. Gosh. But I tell you what, though, we all thought the same. We all thought the same, and you know. And and it still remains to be seen. He looks sharp in training. I've mm-hmm. been following his training pattern. He, look, yeah. he looks pretty good there. There's no lack of self-confidence as there ever has been with Tyson Fury, but a good friend of his, Ricky Hatton, said the same thing. He said, uh, and this is his quote, he said, I thought it was too far to come back, but what I've seen him do in the gym has been absolutely spellbinding. Now, that's Ricky Hatton. Yes, they're friends. Uh, Yeah, I think he has something to do with his promotions. I'm Mm. not entirely sure, but... Mm. 
he's really convinced that he's back to being his best. Well, he's fitter. Like, I mean, if you look at the way, if you watch his training videos, you see he's a lot leaner than what he has been as opposed to the last fight he rocked up and he had a belly like hovering over the top of his, like, you know, that little Buddha belly when it yeah, just sits yeah, yeah. on the top of the belt. Nah. He had, like, that was the form he was in. And he was also turning up dressed like Batman and, you know, stupid, sh- obnoxious shit like that where I feel like this time he's coming into the fight, he's kind of gone, all right, well, I actually do have a pro- point to prove. Mm. I can still be, you know, the gypsy king that I am and still be a bit loose and at whatever. But he's sort of honed down on it a little bit. He's taking more seriously. I think I think mentally he's in a better place. I think uh, he said he went after after the Klitschow fight, mentally I lost it because mm. I, I, I thought I was a person that I wasn't. And I think he, he's actually, he was hating everyone for some reason. And then all of a sudden now he's come around and, he, and that's changed. So his mental, his mental state's much better. And I think it's going to be, he's going to be a better fight for Which it. Which raises a question now is if he's lost all that hatred, has he lost his aggression? Has he lost his will to win? Has he lost his, his, his edge? Yeah. And that? I mean, you can't can't enter a, a, a ring and, and not have that. That that's kind of obvious to to well, anyone. I'm going that in the ring fall. laughing. You yeah. You come out there laughing as well. <laughs> so which may have it. There, there you go. So There's some problems. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, didn't he? Didn't, didn't Fury say? Didn't Fury said? I'm tapped in the air. That I don't. I don't know whether I'm gonna laugh or I'm gonna just kill myself. Like well, you he, was, me, he, he you said it in an interview. A boxer that doesn't get in the ring with the knowledge of being punched in the face really hard. Countless times that isn't a little bit tapped. Yeah, true. I think Have you met me? <laughs> I think I've met you a fair few times. Yeah, I can agree with that as well. I think there's an element of tapped in everyone, but again, yeah. it, it brings to the complete joy. And and he's an absolute blessing to the sport. Yeah, he, he's brilliant. Uh, whether you like him or not, we every talk, sport we talk, you need your color. We talk Conor McGregor. You know, you see, you see how fruitful he is, and he just lights up the UFC because he talks yeah. himself up and believes it. Tyson yeah. Fury's the same way, but wasn't only it? fourteen times bigger. Yeah, but wasn't wasn't <laughs> The, if I remember correctly, at that Klitschko fight, it, the heavyweight division was stale at that point, mm. and he's Very. and he's changed it. So mm. good luck to him. Wish him all the best. And quickly before we wrap it up, he did say himself. He said, "You know what? I was happy to hang my gloves up and not bother fighting again." He said, "But it's frustrating me <laughs> that there's nobody out there that's as good as I am, and it frustrated me that I'm sat on my ass doing nothing about it." And yeah. that was his reason for coming back. So we'll soon see in uh, in a couple of days' time. Play on, I say, play on. Um, more fights happening as well too, Carlo. You're well into your UFC. Yeah. Um, big fight happening this weekend: Whitaker and Romero. Well, Whitaker being a Sutherland Shire lad as well, so you yeah. know he's. He's well backed. Um, he, he, he's fought Romero before and won. Uh, I think he's. It's going to be a cracking fight, actually. Um, and again, there's a lot of Australians over there with Jeff Horn and Terence Crawford on this weekend. So, uh, all in all, it's going to be it's going to be a cracking weekend in in, in America. Well, these Vegas guys have fought before. Yeah. Him, will yeah. it? Eh? And what happened in the last fight? Whitaker won. Yeah. How? <laughs> Um, I think he I, got I, injured. He hurt yeah, his knee in the right. first round, and I remember he literally turned around to his yeah, corner and said, "My knees." Yeah, he got need. And I think he went another he went three on, rounds. Yeah, he went on points. Yeah, but he was he dominated in mm. all three rounds. So like he, uh, as I remember correctly, Romero was trying to take him down all the time. He just couldn't get him down. So you know, I again, I think Whitaker's a a, a quality opponent and a, and a quality fighter, and I think he's gonna I think he's gonna win this one too. Can I get a prediction from you? Um, I think I think he'll win it in the second by um, a, by a knockdown because I don't think he's a, he's not a takedown. Well, the difference is, is Whitaker hasn't fought between this fight where Romero did, mm-hmm. and I remember his opponent that he went up against. One of them didn't make weight; it was for the belt to maintain the belt. One oh, of them didn't right, make yeah. weights; so they end up having a fight with the potential that no one won it. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. Was that Romero be- who was? The belt was taken away. Yeah. I, I can't remember to be totally honest. I just uh, to for a fighter to not make weight is. 
Well, it's sacrilege. Absolute isn't it? bullshit. Like yeah. you, there's no excuse. You for should not lose your purse. Who's that from, though? Is that is that is that your responsibility or your teamwork? Who it's, is it's it? all it's of the above. So it's like it's oh, I'm under, when I go into a fight, I'm under constant conversations that where we know where we're at. If you you know you're not going to make it a week out, you don't like a day of. You've like it's it's unfathomable. Yeah, the way, yeah, yeah, especially course. with them, they can weigh in 24 hours before a fight and they've got the whole next day. Well, it's irresponsible to as well. put it back on. It's really irresponsible. You need to be on top of that. You need to be tracking your weight the whole way through. Mm. It's but unhealthy. It, it's incredible how much weight you can put on overnight after the weigh-in. Lomachenko mm. weighed in at 146, coming to the ring at 147. Yeah. His opponent came in at 153. We and, just, and they both yeah. weighed in under. You guys, know, like for the pro fighters, it's going back onto drips, so getting the right um, saline back into you, so your water. Be care- you have to be careful because you can't you can't just blow up straight away. No, you no, no, no. Body can't handle yeah. it. And yeah. I, was, I was talking to Kerry Foley, he's a, another local boxer as well too, and I was talking to him about it because I'm chatting about possibly going to pros and I said, how does it work with, you know, the weight cuts and stuff like that? And he goes, I've got it so on tech now. I've got a mate from the military who's a doctor and so he comes and he goes, I've got a balance. So I put um, – it's a mix of water and your sugars mm. and, and uh, he goes, you don't just go, you know, five hours – in one, like five bags in one go, you know, you, <laughs> Carlo's eyes just lit up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. Um, you know, it's a matter, matter of <laughs> cut that. Um, okay, <laughs> <laughs> now. I tell you what, what happened though? I, I remember Jamie Moore and Ryan Rhodes. Just kidding, Asada. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jamie Moore and Ryan Rhodes. I remember Jamie leading into that, leading into the way up. He had um, he had a cold and had to take cold and flu, and he ended up holding fluid. Yeah. And and he and he like skipped in the sauna to lose weight, but again he knew after five rounds, yeah. if he went to five rounds, he'd be no good. And Ryan Rhodes actually knocked him out. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's the problem is that you're losing water, you're dehydrating yourself, you've yeah. got less fluid pumping through through the brain, and it's, it's and super super dangerous. Mm. Is yeah. a way up like a way in, Carlo? Same thing. Okay. <laughs> hey, um, all right, let's talk football, soccer, soccer, road to Russia. I think it's really exciting, Chris. Um, Carlo, we've got well, a young English team that are looking all right oh, for us bombs, haven't we? Yeah, well, they've just beat beaten Costa Rica 2-0 with an amazing goal by Marcus Rashford. Uh, England look a real deal. I'm not joking. They look they look hungry. They look full of energy. The, the system that Gareth Southgate's put in place is working. Everyone knows their position. Massive utilities. So if someone's out of position, someone can slot in. But Marcus Rashford looks unbelievable. And it's incredible how a similar kind of thing with Freddie Fitley. They said it's a very young team. It's a lot of pressure. It's a World Cup. It's this, it's that. He's 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 shone again, hasn't he, Southgate? It, they, they've come up, and you know they, they've beat Costa Rica two 0 They won. Um, shit, forget the opposition. They Nigeria. Yeah, they, they beat who? Beat Nigeria two one. No, who did they beat one 0 That we watched Holland. They beat Holland one 0 Yeah, that's right. And, yeah. and another lead up. So, you know, England on paper throughout World Cups have been so frustrating that they've always had the team yeah. to win it, but they've never actually gelled. But this young, vibrant team looks like he's got really something special to offer. Germany are going to be absolutely incredible. Brazil are favourites, I think. Mm, yeah, I, I think... France yeah. have got a strong team. Well, do you know what I really like, though? Jose Mourinho, Jose Mourinho... <laughs> you say that so well. Um, actually, in his, he did a show and he turned around and he, and he said, um, my dark horse for the competition is going to be Australia. He really likes the coach um, and he really likes the system that they're 
playing. So that's you know a, th- a, thumb- a thumbs up to one of the world's best coaches. Um, he comes out and puts Australia in there. I'm, I'm pretty excited actually for the World Cup. I think it's going to be so much fun, and I think there's going to be some cracking games. I think the standard of of football in these World Cup finals has been amazing. But I think I'm really excited by the prospects of England. Um, again, all they can do now is let me down. I suppose. No, as well, they have done man. many times before. They can let themselves down, but that's a negative attitude. You never no, get a positive yeah, vibe. Yeah, just going off, going off trend. So negative. Must break the ass. trend, mate. Well, listen, Marcus Rashford. I'm telling you now, it was a real deal. If you get the opportunity to see it and see the highlights, watch them. Yeah, they they look they look amazing. I mean, Costa Rica's not great opposition to go off yet. Wait, wait till they see someone. But they look exciting. I'm with you. They look young. They look exciting. Holland, the Dutch team didn't qualify, so no. they're not overly great. Costa Rica, Nigeria, it's not really high-end opposition. However, Costa Rica's in I the do, finals, though. I, I understand they're in the final, but you know, it's, we've not got them top. No, top ten. No, no. Where when when they get to the World Cup, now we'll we'll see how just how good they are. Yeah, yeah, of course. They're showing other signs, though. Yeah. Well, on the uh, international stage as well, too, we go from one football code to another one to another one. Uh, the Wallabies take on Ireland on this weekend. Again, it's going to be Poyerland. done and dusted by the time we're done on Monday. But Ireland, number two, uh, I think they've got 12, ga- 12 wins in a row. Um, Six Nation champions. But haven't won in Australia since 1979. Mm. I, I, I th- breaking trends. Mm. Here we go. To be honest, I think I think Ireland can do it. I think to be sure. Um I think uh, Czech has got a real hard hard task in front of him. I think Ireland um stormed through the Six Nations. I think they've got a good side. They've got a great uh, they've got a team mentality and a, and a good coaching staff and I think yeah, I think I think uh, Australia going to have it uh, really hard done by. Well, Czech has got a little bit of I guess Yep, yep, yep. Yes, I agree. I agree. Did you listen to anything I've said in the last? He was. I think he went to um, a football match to go and watch them play in the lead-up and he had a hat on because he was just like he didn't want to get it recognised. And anyway, these two Irish blokes, it didn't take them long, worked out who he was and Ireland ended up getting the win and as they were leaving, Czechs turned around and said, he goes, oh, well, you know, you guys are going into uh, this tournament as the favourites. And they didn't want to bar of it. Like, no, we don't do Like, I'm not going to do an Irish accent. No, no, please do. <laughs> To be sure, to be sure, we're not going to be the Fuck off. Oh, leprechauns. They always laughed. Yeah, again. That's racist. But he said, he goes, Ireland hate being the underdog. They never want to be called, they never want to be called the favourites. They always want to be the underdog. Of course they do. Knock about larrikins. But I think they've got a very good side. How many pints of beer are going to be drunk at that game? I want to be there. I reckon it would just be joyful. Joyful, joyful. Be interesting. Um, NBL, did you guys get into that? I've been watching. Oh, I've been loving so it. So good. How good? Golden State Warriors, Cavs, where do you guys sit? Which camp? Oh, look, it's, it's hard to go against the Warriors. They're 3-0 mm. up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, They've only got to win well, one more game. Is that correct? Side to one of the te- did you come into this series thinking Cavs or, or um, Warriors? Look, I, I respect both teams. I really do. And I, I'm kind of new. That must to- hurt up your ass, that fence. I'm going. <laughs> have you seen the size of his ass? True. It's got I did, a, yeah. a Mexico burglar. Like um, Mexico yeah. burglar. His ass rubs his footprints out. <laughs> well, like I came in, you know, it's hard not re- not to respect both teams. Mm. You know, they, they both went to seven games. Yeah. The Heat's leading into the finals, so they, it's the first time in so long. And and if this one does as well, it would be 
fucking mind-blowing. Absolutely oh, yeah. mind-blowing. No, LeBron James, he's been putting the effort in. He's just not got that. He's not been dropping for the Cavs. They've not been flinching or they've not been responding like they normally do. You know, J.R. Smith, we saw in, in game, was it game one or game yeah. two? Where yeah, game we one. took it out. Game thinking, two. Thinking, no, game one, yeah. Running the clock down, thinking thinking <laughs> they're in front. And then game two, you got Steph Curry breaking records, nine three-pointers in the game. And then you come See, he stuffed my bets up as well too. I'm, I've got a little bit of a pension against people with the bets. He scored, he's... A record of nine, nine three-pointers, three which was amazing. So I went, mm, probably not going to hit that again. Put a cheeky 20 on for him to hit seven three-pointers. Feasible. How many did he hit? Two. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't hit a cow's ass with a banjo, <laughs> could he, from, the, from outside the three-point range? But I'll tell you what, the man, the man in question has been Kevin Durant. He yeah. is so on form. It's unbelievable. He's so clinical. Yeah. He doesn't miss. I think I think in game two or something uh, at one point it was eleven from thirteen in the field, yeah. and you go, that's just unbelievable. It's astounding in that kind of pressure situation, and then he's hitting three points from yeah, from four. way downtown, <laughs> yeah. way downtown, and it must be so demoralising for the Cavs coach. You see, you see him being in the press conference and he's got nothing. He's got no response. You go, so what? What do you do differently? He goes, Fuck, what can I do? Yeah. Well, but this is where the, I think as as a class player as LeBron James is, you know, he's, he's only one man, and he needs. He's a team to to to, That's to why actually he reach up. That's JR so much because his back was killing him from Karen. And yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. Well, Thompson's I don't come. I mean, oh Kevin Love, he's he's come back all right. Mm. Thompson has been playing some good basketball. They've collectively they've been playing well. The Cavs, but they've just come up against some team that has this individual brilliance. In but so the reigning champions as well, aren't they? Yeah, the Golden State. Yeah. So you know, a champion side. But I'll tell you what: if, if it's if it's four nil, it, it wouldn't be a surprise. But if it, if it goes to seven games, then fuck him, I'll, I'll show my ass in the window up there. <laughs> You've heard it. You've heard it here first. Hey, I want to give a special mention: the NHL, NHL, if I pronounce it properly, uh, finished up today because it did have an Aussie involved in it. Um, whereas Nathan Walker played with Washington, so they took it out. They were they, they are the, they are the Cronulla Sharks of the NHL. They've never won the Stanley Cup in the entire history of the game, and they took it out. Who is Stanley? Norman Stanley Fletcher to seven eight to twelve for no apparent reason. Never see porridge. <laughs> did we? <laughs> did we ever get those free tickets to Australia, Can uh, America, Canada? He's your mate. He's not my mate. It's Sasha's mate. Oh, of course. Sasha. Sasha's still injured with his neck. You know, he's oh, poor Sasha. too much rubber oh, necking. Because he's been putting his neck out too much. Yeah, yes. To get us tickets. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but um, awesome. He didn't get any time on the ice, old Nathan Walker. But he, he's obviously been a part of that journey for them to win the trophy. So that's that's awesome. Does he get a ring? I I'd guess so because he was still in the team. Right, that's not. I don't bad. know. Do they get rings in? Well, NHL, the, the rings are given by the actual club, not the actual uh, league. league. So it's like usually a dinner, a, a ceremony. Probably, I think it's somewhere about two months after, and they get all a special ring made. Oh, beautiful! Speaking of dinner, can we get the fuck out of here, man? I'm starving. <laughs> you look like you're wasting away, fatter. Coming from that glass house. I shouldn't have said that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 103 kegs. Yeah, and his t shirt over a walk. Can't Look get at the Stanley Cup in there, mate. Oh. No mirrors in your house, Renee. Yeah, Obviously. There's not. There's not. Been name's, painted black again. Absolutely. Name's Billy. Not I'm not I'm Thank you so much for joining us for another awesome episode. As we said, rate, subscribe, um, share like. it, get around it, like it. Like it as much. 
as Carlo liked GI when he got on the phone today. That's what we want. I uh, love him. He's a Queenslander. Uh, Queenslander! We'll be back. <laughs>